Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Welcome to another episode of Spears and Steinberg. Uh, I like the last one. The last one I like too. Yeah, there was some uh, a lot of juicy elements in that one. I think a lot of people. Uh, I think I think they actually liked the two hour podcast, which was weird. It's like, yeah, well, it's we, like on that Joe Rogan shit, like three four hour podcast. Yeah, but that's you know, I, I I only feel like that's necessary if we really got some meat on the bone. Yeah, because two hours, it's just too long. That's a lot to make people listen to too. Yeah, unless you. In a car driving somewhere or stuck in an airport or right. something. And rarely do I ever really listen to the podcast. Uh, but when, they, when, they, when they're really juicy, uh, I, I get curious. And that kind of all played out the way that it, it felt. Like it felt like fun when we did it. Well, I, I have some notes from the last podcast because there's some things I wanted to address. Because uh-huh. as we were just saying just before we uh, plugged in. Right. These episodes are really just off the top of our head. I uh-huh. mean, we have some notes of what we want to talk about, but we yeah. haven't discussed it. And so sometimes there's things that I'd like to have added, and I haven't. But we'll get to that. The uh, best of the rest. Yeah. But should we uh, let them know we're in Buffalo? We're in Buffalo right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Buffalo, New York. Um, we're at. Uh, it's getting. It's getting to that temperature. It's dick shrinking time. It's starting to get cold. The the funny thing is that the dude at the one of the doormen at one of the bars that we've been going to, he keeps telling me this is the second largest city in New York. Yeah. Second largest city. And so I looked it up. It's like 250,000 people. Uh, second largest city in New York. Yeah, second largest city in New York. Supposed to Manhattan? Yeah. How many is Manhattan? Eight million. Or six God million damn. residents. Six million residents, I guess, something like that. That's a hell of a drop-off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So your second is might as well be the hundredth. Jesus. So uh, I, I didn't, uh, but it was cool because the bars are open till four a.m. That's crazy. Yeah, I forgot about that. Like, I, it's that's always been the case. I just forgot about that, but mainly because I don't, I don't go past two, you know. But yeah. here we took advantage of it, regretfully well, so. But all the last three nights. <laughs> but relaxed. But relaxed. We didn't go to any. Of the, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. That's uh. and that's why. That's why I really fucking know. It's I'm, I'm old, man. I'm old, like like I like I've I've said it before, but I I'm at that point now. Where I don't want to be around noise. Uh, once upon a time ago, yes, when the show's over, I had to be where the skirts were. I had to be around the noise. I had to be around the music, the 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 energy and the excitement of the people. I don't want any of it. I like being able to do what we've been doing, going to a place where there's a bar with a few people. You can hear yourself communicate and just not be around that fucking madness. You know, you know why I, I like it? It's not just that. It's, it's, I like to watch what's going on around me and the people around me. Right. And when, there's less, when there's less people and you can kind of hear a little bit, yeah. you can, you can kind of see really what's happening with the people around you. When you're in the right. big club and there's a lot of people, you don't get that interaction. But like that first night we got here with the, bachelor, the bachelorette party, or, mm-hmm. yeah, and, or it was just well, a wedding f- party. Right, that was more the second night. Second night? I think the first night was college night Okay, when we went to Bottoms Up. And to all the college kids, yeah, uh, all the all the yeah, man, that made us feel even older, dude. You, you don't realize how old you are till you watch youth, you yeah. know. And you look at the shit they do, and you just go, 
we did it too, but now here we go. What the fuck were we thinking? We, you don't realize how silly you look. Well, my son is in that age group, and so right. when I'm watching it, it's a totally different perspective for me. I'm like, that's is he? That's what he's up to. Yeah, but as a, as a as a as a dad, and you got a dude. No, that's easy. You go, you, yeah, you go. Oh, that's what he's up to, yeah. my man. But you know, you look at them young twats, nigga, and and you go, that's what she's up to. Well, even here in Buffalo, even as it got colder. These girls are running around with no clothes on. But that's women, period. We, 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 only only women that don't make that mistake is the you know Joan Rivers type bitches. When you get it to that age where you know you old enough to know fuck cuteness, it's about health and being not catching a cold. When you're young, these bitches substitute <clears throat> cute for cold, cold uh, for cute. Uh, some of these girls should have known better though, because there wasn't any cuteness either. It was just it was just skin. Yeah, that no one needed to. I, and I'm not trying to be mean. You I'm, should be mean. I'm not trying to be mean because you're big. I'm trying to be mean because you're big and you didn't pay attention to the fact that that shit didn't look good on you. <laughs> but, you know, this is where women win. They still are fuckable. There's some dude that's going to do it. Yeah. So all you got to do is validate them a little bit. And uh, that's all they need is a reason. They just need a... It's like it's like a wind pushing over a leaf. It's easy. It's easy. <laughs> it just blow. It's that easy. Blow on it. It'll move. Just give them a little bit of a nudge. Just, just fucking let them know they fuckable, and they'll be cute with them, uh, them, them chunky feet, toes, feet, <laughs> busting up out the damn shoes like the Hulk. Um, yeah, I, I just watching young kids. It's, it's, uh, it's hilarious. Man. And but, the, and but, there's nothing to do out here except really go out and drink afterwards, yeah. and then yeah, because it's this, and we're staying in uh, on uh, what, what street is this? Chatawa, Chatawa, some I don't know. Yeah, some shit. Some sound like an old Indian reservation. And it's a, uh, it's just a couple blocks of all bars and restaurants. Yeah, and but been- but again, the great thing was, yeah, you got the clubs, you got the noise, but then you had a couple of bars that was just yeah, chill. you could tell for real, real adults. And you know, uh, and then them gym steaks at the end of the night, right? Which stayed open till about five in the morning. Uh, it's this is just a mistake row. You know, just, you I got some wings, so you didn't even go out and have any wings. And I have yet to have Buffalo's wings. Well, maybe I'm after not, this, we'll go get, we'll go over uh, to that Bada Bing place. Was it was actually good? Uh, shit, it's it's too late for it's you. It's three o'clock, man, and I'm and I'm still I still got gyms in me. Yeah, I still feel that a little bit. God, thank God I put an S on the end of that. I still got gyms in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up, bro. I still got Jim in me. You, you, you <laughs> uh, your homophobia uh, runs deep. Ready? Right? When you even think it? When you reverse? When you when you flesh that out backwards? Hey, man. Uh, still got Jim in me. A Jim's sandwich. Hey, and when you when you look at the youth and you go, is that what my son's up to? Uh, I'm glad my. So far, I don't think so, but I'm glad my son ain't got the. Sugar toes, dude. Okay, so but what if your son was gay? I ain't say nothing about being gay. I just said sweet feet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> watching the sweet feets is oh goodness gracious. You got a cool uh, song, dude. Uh, there was one kid in there? What's that song? Oh, fuck it, like, and this is how I know I'm manly because I really don't know this shit, but I've heard it a couple times. One, he oh don't open the door. He just gonna come in. Let him all. Two, whatever that song is. That don't don't The young broads don't wanna wanna. Whatever that song is, where the girl is breaking down the numbers about when you when the, when he comes to the door, he's drunk and he just wants to smash. But you know, if you let him in, your weakness and your love for him will allow him to smash. And I mean. This these boys, some of them, the Sweet Feets, nigga, they they choreograph and sing that shit harder than the real female artists. I, I just, oh goodness, <laughs> got to be a special type of dad to be all right with that shit. Oh. You you make adjustments for what your situation is. Is that right? I think so. Mm. Okay. Uh, 
You said you had some things you wanted to from yeah. last week. You still from last week because we brought up something and we touched something that I I think that we should have put more time into. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save that one for number two. But uh, number one was Cosby and should he go to jail? Yes or no? Right. And after really evaluating that after the podcast because that was the first time you asked me that question. Yeah. I didn't really have. T- I didn't spend a lot of time. I was just thinking of the back and forth and what 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 it means for him to be in jail. Right. But after I reconsidered it and thought about it. For the for the women, for the, for the women that were wronged, I think he had to spend some time in jail. Mm. Period. And the house arrest thing would be fine, but I have a new idea, and, I, and this isn't for just Cosby. This is for anyone who just fucks up in life, and we need to make examples of people. I realize that we're not making examples of people; we're just putting them away. We're locking them up. I think we should have like a, a people who fucked up zoo, mm. and we put them in a zoo. And that way, like, if you have your fifth DUI, mm-hmm. you get a room, and it says five-time DUI, right. and it's a dude in his room, yeah. and then you bring impressionable kids, and you show them, like, this is how you live, and, and you make it not horrible, but you show them, this is what happens. You get locked up, and then people get sort to Sort of it. like you're, a, you're an exhibit. You're an exhibit. Yeah, you're an exhibit. Right. Don't fuck up. This could be you. Now, should that happen for everybody? I, I think, well, it depends. Like, if it's a violent crime, I think you would have to be locked up and put away. No, no, I don't mean in that context. I mean in terms of no matter your skin color, that happens to everybody. Yeah, I knew I knew, you, I knew we were going to go here if I, if I said this. Uh, yeah, no matter what your skin color no, was. But do you really know where I'm going to go with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. What? 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 Tell me. Where am I going with it? The, the, the animals. No, but like for real, yeah. not making it up. Yeah. You know they used to do that to black people. There's old black and white footage, pictures of uh, where they would put black women naked and set up like cages, and so that white people could view how big their asses were and how disproportionate to white women's asses. Like almost like look at how they look, and they used to put black people on display to be viewed as like See, animals. I done a lot of study, but I never heard of this this type of uh, exhibit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's why, and the only reason why that's why I ask that is because I hear the point of what you're going for. Yeah, I, I and I. But at some I, point, that I, racial component would come up, and it would be a problem. And, and I get that, but here, here here's the here's the uh, here's the other part of that. At what point? At what point when when it's when it's not to be racial, but there was a past? Do we? Is there ever a point that it can be past that that point? No. I don't believe so because because uh, it's still too close within generations that you can reach back and touch it. I, I don't. I don't. I, even if it was, you know, I'm saying like a gazillion million years away, and and there's equality, and it's 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 real equality, not this fake shit equality. It's real equality. As long as those things exist in the chapters of history, there's a sensitivity to it that just it, I don't think you could do it. Well, there was Jews that were locked up in cages and the way that the Nazis put them together. And if a Jew fucked up, I'd say that he'd have to go to the cage and be one of the examples. Yeah, but, I, you know, I'm not trying to say one scar is I, I, worse than another. Uh, but um, to be selfish with it, as as sensitive as one could be to that plight. There is a difference. Well, there is a difference, but also... Black folks ain't going to go, well, just because y'all have turned the other cheek in that way, we should. You, that's your, that, that was your business. This is ours. That was, that was y'all's Holocaust. Slavery was ours. So you worry about yours, and we'll worry about ours. Now, again, I'm not trying to say that you know one scar is more significant than the other or that one doesn't deserve uh, a sympathetic um, look. Or, or you know to, to to frown down on your plight, but that's your that's your business. Okay, so what you're saying then is, even if it makes sense and it works, right? And we could we could we could put this together, we could figure it out, we could legislate it, we could make do this, but right. because of a past, we're not going to do it. Because of our past, because yes, of, we're not going to okay. do it. No, well, it's not just your past though. It's our past because white folks have to take responsibility for the shit that they did too. Well, naturally, but but but, but when you put it all on you that it's your past, like right. as blacks past, that's not 
that's not fair. That's the reason it's not fair to to blacks in general is because, and the reason I think things don't move forward sometimes is because it's not just your past. It's also the oppressor's past, and the oppressor has to also stand up and take responsibility for what happened. Well, because if they don't, then we're always going to stay in the same situation. Right, but but you know, expecting or wanting one to take responsibility for what they should—that's going to be the ongoing fight forever. Because we know that a lot of a lot of them won't and don't want to, yes. and just sleep sweep it under the rug and hit us with the famous "get over it." Yeah, uh, yeah, sure, get over it. If if you weren't affected by it anymore. You're still affected by it, so until that day changes, right? You know, my 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 one of my favorite clips to view on YouTube is when uh, Louis Farrakhan was on Phil Donahue, and I don't know if you've ever seen that footage, but he's literally by himself on the stage addressing race. Uh, I, I don't know if I think Donahue did it on purpose. The blacks are sitting on one side in terms of the audience, and the whites on the other. And he's so intelligent and eloquent. And when you are armed with the with the what's the word I'm looking for, when you are armed with the intelligence and the ability to articulate your point and shoot him down, shut him down and maintain your composure and your poise and your calm and your cool the way he can. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, because because there were so many white people who would get on the mic and who were riled up and angry and how come you, you know, you sound like you you you're you're racist and you, you hate white people and you know all the things that black people and white people view differently is happened in that show, and and he just I mean the brother was smooth man and 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 I'm paraphrasing but he essentially said to some degree, you tell us to get over it and move on and. We will never forget our past because like the Jews with the Holocaust, we will want to be able to say never again. And, and I, I'm, par- I'm really fucking it up. But if you go look at the way he, he, he articulated it in terms of why you can't get over it, why you can't just move past it, because if you forget your past, then you're likely to then the history is likely to repeat itself, itself. but it, the quote and is, it was just it was phenomenal the, but the quote that the jews use is uh forgive but never forget because if you forget you're destined to repeat your past well, yeah so that's so it. that's what it is and that, that is what it is but you have to move forward uh the thing that i that distresses me with farrakhan is his uh because of the jewish and muslim situation that exists in the middle east and and his, the, the, being a devout muslim there's a, there's a tension, and it comes out with Jews and blacks, and there's a tension anyway. But a lot of progress that was made was because Jews Jews are, are uh, man, although white, Jews understand oppression and will, make, will, will try to make changes. Not that they always do the best, and not that they don't get their, right. their share of doing some fucked up shit as well. Right. But so does every... Uh, right race religion whatever you want to say so that's 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 my only discrepancy though with uh that i have with farrakhan but uh, and i told him that when i met him right and i asked him to explain it to me did he he did but he didn't give me the answer i wanted because the one of the things about farrakhan and you do say he is articulate and he does speak well but he does that 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 he he can change the conversation to get out of what he doesn't want to talk about and maybe it wasn't the appropriate place or time to talk to me about it he didn't give you the answer you wanted you wanted him to give you the answer that you wanted? No, no. I wanted him to give me the answer that he... I wanted him to actually answer the question, and he really didn't answer the question. He gave me more questions. And that's what Farrakhan is really good about. Uh, when he doesn't want to answer what a question... What was your question? Why, why, uh, why he felt... I, I, how, did I, how did I phrase it to him? Because this was a long time ago. I asked him why he thought... Well, first of all, where, did you, where were you when you got to... Told Open you. to Farrakhan. I told I worked at I worked at Saks Fifth Avenue in in Phoenix. Right, and he came in. And Farrakhan shopped there when he was in Phoenix. Oh, okay. He would come to come to Saks, and I had the pleasure of talking to him for a few minutes. And it was actually a pleasure. I mean, the guy is is he's 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 remarkable. I mean, right. the way he speaks, the way he uh, comes at you with different things, the way he engages you, right. uh, his personality is right. you know it's he, he you know you're talking to someone that has right. like something mm-hmm. like you know. 
those, that it thing, you know, what people talk about. You can tell that Farrakhan is that, and he has right. that those mannerisms that just make you want to talk to him, and right. made me feel comfortable enough to ask him a question that has bothered me. Yeah. Uh, and I said, what what does he feel that the actual? I think it was what does he feel is his actual tension with the Jews and blacks in America motivated by him being Muslim, or is it just because of things that have happened with Jews and blacks in this country? Right. And then he gave me a couple of examples, but not really didn't really answer the question of where it was. He just gave me a he threw some things at me. Right. And mm. I, I guess maybe, and you know what? Rightfully, he was shopping and, and, at and, sex. And, he didn't and, owe me and, an explanation. And, and, in a nutshell, what was his answer in a nutshell? Like, did, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what was his response to that? He, it was it was a non-answer. It was just he gave me some things about uh, Jews in America, the uh, the Muslim situation with, uh, uh, with with Jews in outside of America, and why some tensions. And he didn't really give me. He gave me more questions, and I think he put it on me really to try to figure out more so than try to answer my question. Mm. So uh, maybe I'm lazy, and maybe I just wanted an answer. Right. Yeah. It, it's uh. It's amazing. Like like like. Uh, Everybody at some point racially. That that's why that's why when you go, it's different. Yeah, it is different. And I, and yes, uh, Jews have been persecuted against uh, and no oppression. But where it's so vastly different is we still can't catch a break on a level that you know is on a level that's very different from you. Like it, it seems like, yeah, y'all caught a tough one, but once it was over, it was over. Well, we're still catching tough ones. Okay, but that's in like like Jews have had problems with blacks. Regular Christian white people have had problems with blacks. Italians don't like niggas. Mexicans and niggas clash. Asians don't like niggas. Everybody don't like black people. It's not that everybody doesn't like black people. Then why is everybody beefing with us? It's it's not that. It's it's just that it it. it so it, so half glass. Half empty, half full. Is it black people's fault then? No. It's, it's us? We just, you know. It, it, honestly. We I, suck? No. Honestly, I think it's a lot of it is the visual. And, and you know, when we, we there's a video we're going to talk about here in a minute that I showed you. Okay, I know. But, the but visual, what, what do you mean visual? Well, if, if, I'm, if I'm a white dude and I'm fighting with a Jewish dude and you're watching it down, you're watching the, the impression of it, the, the visual, the visual right. look of it. It's just these white dudes fighting with each other. If it's a Mexican fighting with a white dude from a distance, it's just... But when a black dude and any other race are fighting together, it's a black dude fighting with whoever it is. And it stands out because, like I said before, you can't go away from being black. You're black no matter where you go. You're black across the street. You're black down the street. You're black here. You're black there. Yeah. I can. I, and if, if the impression. Nobody can tell uh, unless you one of the Hasidic Jews with the men in black gear on and the, the, the long They're Jew curls. from across the street. Right. You just, can't tell a, a Jewish person from a non-Jewish person that's but still white. I mean, Italians, unless you know, well, Italians, depends on how much leather they Italians, got on. Or how- uh, Sp- Spanish people. When we start getting to the Europeans, and 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 I'm, I'm not taking um, Spanish, not Mexican, Spanish people, Italian people. Well, well let me finish because ultimately, what I'm saying is, like, you know, the stereotype that Jews have big noses. Yeah, there are some Jews out there whose beaks be strong as a motherfucker. You, the only thing that makes me look at you and go Jewish is the beard. If you if you had if you wait 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 if you didn't have the beard, because your nose don't look Jewish, nigga. You don't have a your beak don't look. It's the shape of it. it, it it's it, just it, not big. It's the shape. It's the shape. You look like you have a regular nose. It's the lips. Now, see, you, that's inside you. Shit, I don't know. Yeah. I'm telling you from where I'm standing. If you lose the beard, I couldn't tell you were any different from any other white dude. Are you Christian? But see, that's, are you Polish? Uh, Italian? I wouldn't go for Italian. And even some Italians, ethnically. Have that that wappish look, that real yeah. deep spaghetti eating look. But that's what I'm saying. I take away my beard, and I'm having an argument. It's, and, and it's an argument with me and you having an argument down the street. No one knows that we know each other, and we're talking about shit on the podcast, and we're yelling at each right. other. Now it's a black and white dude fighting. It's always a black and somebody fighting when it's a black dude. But but to go back kind of to what we talked about last week with the Bill Cosby thing, that's why again when I was mentioning about him buying NBC, yeah. The ability to control image. Yeah. I think part of the reason, and I said that part of the reason why certain ethnic groups 
are turned off to black people is because image wise what they've seen what you, you know we're criminals yeah. we're drug dealers we're you know what I'm saying when you see that in abundance in movies and in television yeah if you if you obviously not smart enough to know the difference between reality and the fantasy and let's be honest most people are idiots then yeah you you walk away with that going see that's how they are but you got to remember and i think i said this before in the podcast too in the 50s no in the 60s and 70s when they were making all these gangster movies right italian americans were really and it's funny because i wouldn't call them italian americans they hated it because that represented them as all mafia mob gangster people listen the sopranos had uh the attack what's the coalition whatever the coalition is that represents italians they didn't like it no they tried to get it taken off hbo because it represents them in a negative light but the the, the difference between an italian and a black dude is and this is this is the biggest part and this is why where people have to acknowledge that the visual is what we see first and when you're walking down the street and it's an italian mobster in a gang of, of white folks or, or americans just regular nondescript Americans and you can include black people in that nondescript American group but in that nondescript American group we'll call it a cookie and the chocolate chips are going to stand out Mm. because black folks in a group of pool of white folks or lighter skin colored folks are going to stand out and so when when a black dude does something wrong and we've had this conversation before that black dude doesn't represent for his group of people it represents for all black people right because there's no way to avoid that when visually it was a black dude that did it. When you see someone do something on a video and you can't really make out the faces real well, mm-hmm. it's a white dude who did it. Well, it's a white dude. He doesn't represent any of all white dudes. He's just a white dude who did it. But right. when you watch a video and you can't see the faces, but it's a black dude, now it's a black dude and he represents for all black people. But when you can't see the faces, how do you assume it's a black dude? color of the of the skin tone of the person that's the person is the oh problem. you mean you can see the skin you tone, can see the skin but, but you can't see the face you know oh. when the videos get right 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 the shitty videos right am i wrong though uh no i i you know i i hear what you're saying i uh, mean i don't i don't agree with that that's the right way to approach it i'm just no, saying but, that's but, the yeah, no that's the, the reality yeah, of the the, yeah why, well, you know you guys represent yourselves as individuals. We represent right. ourselves as as, the, the, as groups, as a groups. Yeah, and it's not yeah. the right way to approach it. Right. I'm just saying that is unfortunately where we are and what has to change. And that's why when you say that joke about Cosby and you say it in that little teeny piece where you go, "I'm I'm just as upset as you." No one's done more for yeah black Amer- black Americans than Cosby right. because he did show he was the first person to show America that. There was a middle class black right. uh, black folks that just don't represent middle and upper class black folks. Right. I think he was really what he was representing because he was a doctor. Yeah, and uh, he's living in a nice brownstone, so right. I think that's upper class. Right, right. Um, but it could just be me being a poor ass broke fucker, not realizing <laughs> that that's just middle class. Right. Uh, but that he uh, that's what he represented, and I don't think that black folks in America were never really represented that way before on a day on a weekly right. show. Right. So. I think that's where some of the adjustments need to be made in, in our in, in our optics of how we look at things. Right. As white people, we don't look at it that way. Right. I mean, you know, you 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 put the you put the you put the emphasis on the fact that you know, obviously, your side has a lot to do to to be respond. Like they have to, you know, pull their pull their uh, their weight in terms of taking responsibility for. Helping the cha- helping progress to happen. Um, well, it's all, and that's a that's a great noble thing. Um, but again, I think the sad reality is most people don't don't want to do it. They they want to shy away from it, or or they they just don't want to carry that load. I, that's a heavy load. I don't think to them. I, it's I don't think that the load is that heavy. You don't. No, I just but you don't. No, I don't. But I, I don't think most people. I just feel don't like you. I don't think that they understand it. I think most people feel like as long as they're not doing anything wrong. Like, like, like physically or, you know, you know, getting in the way of someone's, you know, rights or whatever, that they're doing enough. Like, like, I'm not a bad, I don't call anybody the N word and I don't say that anybody should be denied rights and I don't go out and physically harm people. 
I'm I'm a nice person. I, I treat everybody with respect and love, and the job is done. They've done they've done they've done they're doing their job. Do you have you ever seen that professor? And I I wish I could remember her name. She's uh, she's a white she's an older white woman, uh-huh. and uh, she uh, and I forgot I forgot exactly the way she stated, but she was it was in a it was in a class, and it was a man. He looked at the classroom, and it was mainly a white class. It was all yeah. white, and she goes. Um, for, uh, yeah, yeah, this white lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, would uh, raise your hand if you want to be treated like uh, Black Americans have been treated in this country to, to today. Would you want to be treated? That, raise your right. hand if you want to be treated that same way. Right. And no one raised their hand. Yeah. So no one raises their hand, and you say uh, that they think that they're doing okay. That proves that they're uh, that because they're not doing anything that everything's okay. That's what I'm saying, though. But but but, but, but the fact that they're not doing anything wrong they're not breaking the law they're not violating anything what else is there to be done there's a to recognize which your obligation is to make this go forward okay and i'm telling you that for for most people that's too much of a load well it is a load because to go to go out of your way to do more to understand to to understand to have the minimum to have yes change the minimum to have to have these conversations to, well, no one wants to have these conversations. Well, then exactly. Then you're not. Then that's my point. But but some people who who have the ability to to, uh, to to reach across the other side of the table and at least be halfway intelligent, right? Have to be able to have these conversations so that other people you know, who it, will eventually have them. That's like these. Uh, you've seen them do these things on the news where they go, "What would you do?" And they create a oh yeah yeah a, a false yeah. scenario where some kid is being bullied or something that you know is morally wrong is happening and of course it's like hidden camera and they'll they'll you know have seven different people you know go through this scenario and maybe one out of the seven steps in to do something now all seven know it's wrong but the one that steps in does so because they go holy shit this is morally wrong. Something needs to be done. I'm going to be the person to make that change. Those other six know it's wrong too. But to take the responsibility, to take on the what happens if I do this, to take on the, you know, to, to take on that. It's one thing to know something is wrong. It's another thing to know and do something about it. And for people to go and actually put forth the effort to do something about it, most people feel like, hey, man, I know this is wrong, but I don't want to be involved. But it's not that hard. No, no, no. If it's not that hard, they would do it. No, because it's, it, we made up a scenario, like you said, in this situation where someone had to step in to something that was obviously wrong. But that's not, that's not the everyday how to fight this uh, culture that we have that goes this way. You know, I, I was watching um, uh, the Muhammad – well, it was really the Billy Crystal – video where he does uh, 15 rounds yeah and when he was and then i was watching that and then i watched the uh, billy crystal at uh, muhammad ali's mm-hmm. funeral and you know there there's a part in there where uh billy crystal's talking about uh uh the ali asked him to go if you wanted to go train with him he told him where he ran he runs on this golf course right and uh billy crystal and this is so this is the 70s right billy crystal said you know, uh, I, I can't. I can't run there. You know, that's a, it's a, it's. And this is what this is. This is where I I start to get confused as as a person though. He goes, it's you know, it's a white only. It's really been notoriously like a white only course, and mm. and Jews aren't allowed there. And this is the weird part for as as when you're a Jew and you're trying to figure out what your place is, right? Because you don't fit in into either category, right? And if you don't think you fit into either category, and you're listening to this podcast. Think about it this way. If a Jew moves into an all-white neighborhood, a Protestant neighborhood, they're fine when they move, when they bought the house, when they pulled up the house, and they have a regular name like Brown or something like that that isn't considered Jewish. And everybody's good with it, and then they move in. And when your neighbors find out that you are going to a synagogue instead of to church, now they're angry. So it's not the same. And I'm not saying every neighborhood's like that. I'm saying we're undercover. We, we can get in. But once they find out, it's a situation. So anyway, so um, so he tells Ali that, and Ali goes, "I didn't know that." He goes, oh, "I won't run there ever again." 
and he never ran there again. That's the same kind of change that can be made. That when when you see that there's just wrong, you you change it by how. And so this, Ali was allowed to run there. Ali was allowed to run there because he was. Is he a celebrity? Like celebrity. The power of celebrity. Yeah. It, but, it makes it makes it almost makes almost makes racists see race differently. It's like one of my favorite scenes in Do the Right Thing is when uh, Spike Lee pulls uh, what's his name? Fuck his real name, Tuturo. No, yeah, Tuturo. That's I know this is his last name, but and I'm actually his brother is super fucking cool. We both love Mulberry's Pizza in L.A. His brother was on NYPD Blue. Played. Uh, oh yeah, the shorter, the shorter yeah, dude, the yeah, short yeah, yeah, cop. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? I'm drawing blanks here, man. It's John um, Tutorial. John Tutorial. John Tutorial. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he pulls him aside and he goes, uh, "Hey man, who, who's your favorite basketball player?" He goes Michael Jordan. Who's your favorite um, singer? Prince. Who's your favorite? You know uh, this other person, and he names another black person. He goes, "It's, it's funny. You, all everything you is nigga this, nigga that, but all your so-called favorite people are niggas." He goes, "But it's different." Oh, he's your favorite comedian, Eddie Murphy. He goes, "Yeah, but it's different with Jordan and Eddie and 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 Prince. They're, they're black, but they're not black. I mean, I mean, they're, they're black, but it's it, it's just different." So it just to that point. But that, but that's the that's the funny that that's the hypocrisy of America right now. What we're in is that if you really look at the most popular people. In culture today, in popular culture, they're black, they're Hispanic. Well, I mean, you know, and we've always been allowed to entertain. Yeah, but if you, if everybody can be your favorite, then they should be able to be your favorite neighbor too. They should be. Why couldn't they be? Again, you, you, you're thinking logically. You're thinking logically. Intelligently. Let's go past it. Let's go past logically. Intelligently. Okay. Either or. Take fucking tomato. Tomato. Yeah. Take either one. But I told you on this podcast, I got I, I got I got robbed by two black dudes at gunpoint, yeah. and and I, and and I told you I I drove around my neighborhood after that happened, and every time I'd see two black dudes together, I'd be was that them, because visually I can see two black dudes. Yeah, that's where this this is where logic and uh, it goes away because. We are so visual as as a society that when we see something, we have to we the round peg goes in the round hole, and that's how the placement. Listen, I never told anybody this, but one time I got raped by two white women, and every time I see two white women, I go, "Is oh that God? Please, is that them? <laughs> please, is that them? Please be them." <laughs> Was it them? Was it them? Oh God, is that them? <laughs> Well, that's the difference. You're still looking for him. I'm hoping never to see the guys. <laughs> well, but that goes that goes kind of to what this video is that we saw today. Right. Uh, do you want to talk about the video? Or should we yeah, no, no. It? Just go, get, go ahead. Uh, Give the, me the cliff notes. Uh, there's a video where a woman is uh, walking her dog. I, get, I think she was walking her dog, and she's coming back into her apartment complex. And another person walks up behind her mm-hmm. and is entering the apartment complex, and she doesn't want to let him in. Now... You don't know this immediately, but you find out within a few seconds. And this is the other problem. This is the other funny part. You don't see the dude, right? No. How do we know he's black? Oh, you just knew. Okay, so okay, knew. but don't. But I, you, you, okay, the minute but, the video started, I, I, I you, you could come on. Okay, but okay, but let, where is that in this racism though? How do we assume because someone sounds a certain way they're black? I didn't go off the of sound. I went off of what was obvious. You, you okay? So you, his voice, his, his, his the hey, way he that talks, shit, his, dude, his, that motherfucker could have been Bryant Gumble. And you'd have knew. <laughs> okay. So he's trying to come in, and uh, she doesn't want to let him into the building. And that's obviously – now, here's where my – my my I, I need to make sure this is clear so that I can, we know I can make my point. We know how operate, nigga. No. If it, so obviously, it's a, it's a door, like, with either a, a pad, you know, a key, so a key door. Some sort of uh, way key to get or, in. Yeah. It's, and, it, and it's uh, – and I found out later – but it, this won't be pertinent to the story yet, so I don't want to bring it up because I did a little bit more into it. Uh, okay, so, and she won't let him in. She's standing in front of him, and he's recording it. He pulled out his phone, and he's just recording her. Right. And uh, she's not going to let him into the building. And it's, what, it was like a minute and a half goes by? Month, yeah. And he was very respectful. She also, though, I'm going to say, didn't say anything. She didn't raise her voice. She didn't get any, she just, but she had that, 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 that sound. Right. Yeah, that. Anyway, but but she wasn't disrespectful. She didn't say anything. 
that would have been construed as disrespectful other than not letting him in. Right. Uh, and then after about a minute and a half, minute and 45 minutes, he walks past her and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe you just walked by. Cool. And he did. And he went up to his elevator. She was asking what floor that he lived on before, if he was there, if he lived there, if he was, she was coming to visit, if he was coming to visit people. He said he didn't have to answer any of that. And he eventually walked past her and then she jumped in the elevator and that's where the video ends. Right. Uh, there's a second video, but we don't have to get into that. And right away, I, I, I said, I want to talk about this because I know we're going to have differing opinions on this. So what was your opinion on it? I thought they were both wrong. So she blocked him from, she wanted to block him from coming into the building that he says he lived in, that uh, he says he pays rent in. She wanted to question him like she was the manager, which she wasn't. She claimed it was her building, which it wasn't. wasn't. And once he got past her, not in the most, in the most least threatening non-confrontational physical manner possible. Moved by her, didn't push her, just moved by by her. respectfully, got in the elevator, she got in the elevator with him, followed him to the floor, followed him to his door, watched him put his key into the door and walk into his apartment. Well, that that's that we didn't go that far what we're, we're talking about though. Okay. I just but, got to the uh, elevator okay, part. But but prior to that cuz I only saw the first video. Right. That's first. Why why is it why is it because if, it, if it's if it's if it's a locked building like that, if it's a locked building that you have to use a key fob to get in, or you have to put a pad door, and someone walks up behind you and you don't know them, and it's the building that you live in, and there's a responsibility to have that door open and shut so that other people are the safety of the other people that live in the building. Now, let me ask you the question: Do you? I guess the question that has to be asked before we go any further is: Well, you never really—you just gave me a Farrakhan answer. You, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You didn't, you didn't give me an answer. Okay, well, here's the answer. Why is it his fault? Because if he would, she would have said, well, she said, what, what, uh, what's your, what building, or your floor, or whatever, and he mm-hmm. would have said, fourth floor, I live there. He's I'm, not obligated to he's do that. He's not. So but why is it his fault? It's not, but if they're neighbors, if they're neighbors and he's living there, wouldn't you want to be neighborly and just what, say, this is where you, I live What in? you want and what has to be done is two different things. But he, she doesn't have to let him in because it's a locked building door. She could have just said, well, I'll lock the door. If you live here, get in. He never said to her, uh, uh, yo, you must let me in. She, she chose to stand in the doorway she and sh- block him. Okay, but if she would have just shut the door at the same time and said, it's your get, let yourself in, well, would you have been her, okay that, with that? That's her fault for not doing that. That's what I. That's why I said it's both their faults. So I think it's that, not his fault as in any na- way. As, it's not his fault as neighbors, in any way. As neighbors, as neighbors, you don't think they could have worked it out in a different Th- this way? This is why white people, you guys, get fucked up. As neighbors, no, you don't no, think this so? Is, this is why white people get fucked up. Y'all are too fucking nosy. Y'all don't know how to mind your fucking business. I didn't it's say the, that I wouldn't I'm, let I'm him in. I'm telling you why white people get fucked okay. up. That's why y'all get fucked up by wild animals. That's why y'all get <laughs> fucked up when you go hiking on canyons by yourselves. You get fucked up in the woods because you guys are naturally nosy. You, 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 what's in the dark? What's in that bush? Who's there? You know, what's over that cliff? Like, like everything is not meant to be explored, okay. and you got to know when to step the fuck away. I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but if you are living in a building that is a locked building, it's a locked building, and you pay for all this security, do you want people just letting anybody into the into the building? I hear what you where you're going, and 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 you you going by the textbook. Hey, this is. The rules. No, because what you're going by is if you think. So let me ask you something. Think about this. What if this nigga had, I'm going to kill your kids, Mike Tyson in them. And now because you want to sit and agitate this nigga, he decides to go up beside your head. Now that's your fault. That is your fault. So why put yourself in that predicament? I don't know why she put herself in this predicament. Uh, you didn't. I didn't say that she was right. I just said that I felt they were if they were both neighbors. I would have loved to. I would have. How, what if he would have just said? What if? And, and he, like you said, he's not obligated to do this. But as I'm talking about neighbors, just neighbors, not police, security, whatever. Just as neighbors go, oh hi, yeah, I never met you. My uh, my name's so and so. I live on whatever fourth floor. Come on up sometime. Yeah, you know, niggas, and be and be that friendly. But I don't want my name. Listen, okay, my but, neighbor, but, but, my you, but what if? But what if it was? A, what if it was a criminal and they let and they let him in and he went up and he was going to go rob a place. And now I'm not. And let's take it even further. It's not a black dude. It's a white dude. Do you think now this is where the real problem comes in? When I read this, do you think if it was a white dude, she would have stopped him? 
Probably not. That's where the problem comes in. And this is where our racism comes in. And this is where the the, the trust on the black community towards the white so community knowing, So knowing that if it was a white dude, she probably wouldn't have stopped him. No, I think she would have stopped him. You think she would have stopped him? I think she was a nosy fucking bitch who was going to stop anybody because they didn't have a key fob to get in. And i seen people like this in New York where they wouldn't let me into the fucking building. Excuse you look Jewish. <laughs> no, because... They, there's people who just like, well, you don't have a key. This is a key building. Maybe the building's been robbed before. You know you know buildings in New York that people go in, and they'll find out if anybody's home, and then they'll knock on the doors, and they go and rob a couple buildings, and they leave. And that's happened. Has that not happened? I can only speak from my experience. You, you don't know if that's ever happened. Uh, listen, uh, you watch enough Law & Order. <laughs> All of that shit's believable. <laughs> I know that it's happened. I lived in New York, and I know you lived in New York, so you I know did, this but I was a kid in New York, so I really didn't. I just think that, that that was, I think she was trying, but I don't know why she felt she had to enforce the, if she, if that guy was going to say, no, I live here, I don't need to tell you anything, I would have moved aside, because if it was someone that wanted to rob the building, right. they would have just knocked her the fuck out, and they would have went in and robbed the fucking building. Listen, last night, not last night, what night was that? Uh, Friday night. Um, second show, remember? Yeah. The white lady? Yeah. The drunk white lady? The drunk white lady. You know. She didn't think she was a white lady, by the way. Well, they never do. Um, you know, I told you at the end of your set, I thought she was offended at your ADD jokes because she kept yelling out, whatever, whatever. And, you know, but then eventually it was it was out. It was alcohol. Um you know, so remember when we crossed paths on stage, I, I specifically yeah. had to, and purposely pointed at her, and I wanted her to see me pointing at her, so to set the seeds that, bitch, I'm on to you. And then, of course, she started chiming away during my show, and then that's when I had to lay in her ass. And then this, for those of you listening, this bitch gets up and starts twerking her ass in defiance. <laughs> and I said, bitch, stop shaking what ass you don't have. Your ass is as flat as notebook paper. And I wanted to tell her, I'm like, bitch, your pussy smell like, uh, bitch, your pussy tastes like Flint, Michigan water. And as the black security dude was escorting her out, you know, it got confrontational between them to the point where she went, don't touch me. Don't touch me. And when he had to, he had to, he had to physically grab her and fucking escort this bitch out. And she almost wanted to fight him. And again, this comes from, you know, white people, particularly white women have this, this, this because they've been so protected and put on this pedestal since slavery of being these perfect goddesses that can't ever be threatened. You know, it's like, bitch, you can be touched. You, you, you know, you're not above the laws and the rules and the regulations of the club. If, if you if, if, if no one because you are a woman wants to put their hands on you. But if you are disrupting the show and you refuse to leave, that's the definition of thrown the fuck out. Carried out. Carried the fuck out. And I think sometimes, man, you know. That's what they did. They carried her out. Look, man, I know, again, I know we, 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 we delve a lot into race on this podcast, but that's because life is, is racial. Again, you know, this is America. It's sewn into the fabric. And, and white people, I'm telling you, man, y'all have a boldness about you. White women, especially. Well, you motherfuckers think y'all can't be touched. This is a new era. It's a new era. <laughs> I, we, you know, we we speak with the left hand and the right hand. Let me introduce you to boom and bap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. The laws of nature are eventually going to apply. Eventually. Yeah. But, you know, she needed to be thrown out. Right. And, you know, going... Just going back to that lady, you know, if she would have been knocked the fuck out, she probably would change the way she handles her business. She should have just, after, if she just said, oh, I didn't know you lived here, whatever, what's your name? She could introduce herself, my name's Holly, I live on, what, what do you, you know? And then if it didn't work out then, she could have just went to the security and said, hey, I didn't know if this person well, lived here or not. that's what she should have did it in the first place. Yeah. I don't know if this person lived here or not. Right. I'm not making any assumptions. Right. I just didn't, I've never met them before. And just for the security right. of the building, I want to let you know. But I'm just going to tell you, 
as a white is as, as as watching white and black people fight with each other and, and being a server at a restaurant and serving people and i have a friend of mine who's a black dude who told me about this one time he went to a restaurant he didn't get his bacon and then the server served somebody else bacon and then everybody had their bacon and she still hadn't brought him out his bacon and he was like this was racism and i'm just gonna tell you sometimes we just fucking forget your bacon it's, it's just that simple. It's it's that simple. Sometimes now, because of years and years and years of fucked up injustice, right? That bacon has a bigger meaning to certain people than it does to other people, and I get that. And when I fuck up, and I'm going to tell you, this is this is this is where it, when I fucked up on a black table versus a white table when I was serving, right. I felt bad because right. I knew what the I knew what the underlying uh, concerns could be for why I fucked up. For bacon, for just bad service. Maybe oh. their order didn't come out. Maybe just I forgot something. Maybe they. Right. Maybe I took longer to get their drink order than I took to get somebody else's drink order. And I understood what those those. But and I understood why that undercurrent of of, of potential racism is there. Right. But sometimes it's just as simple as forgetting bacon or making a fucking mistake. Mm. I can't fix. I can't fix all, every all the bullshit that happened before me. I can only do what I can do. But. I'm trying to do my fucking best. Right. But this works into where we, you ta- asked me a question about civil rights. And if we would have progressed and these civil rights would have changed without like a Dr. King, without a Malcolm X. And th- th- just because of the way society grew, the way the Europeans were, r- removed slavery would have, we would, would have we gone forward without them. And I said, my, my, I, you, we didn't really get into it. We kind of just kind of laid that out there on that mm-hmm. last. Do you remember having this conversation? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I think natural progression would have been that we would have had a change because we couldn't, we couldn't have slavery in this country when the rest of the world, except for Saudi Arabia and some other Middle Eastern countries still have it. Other than those places, right. um, that wasn't just a Jewish thing either. That was just a right, people's rights thing, by the way. Right. Uh, I thought about it. This is one of the ones that I thought about. And uh, no, they were definitely, it was definitely necessary because to the movement that would have occurred in this country would have been uh, civil rights, but by as white America saw it necessary. Mm. It, would, it would have moved forward. It would have progressed, but it would have been to the comfort of white people, not to, not to civil rights is the way that it should have been. That it still should be. That's not there yet either. Mm. Yeah. So I I I I, I kind of glossed over it when you said it, and I was like, no, it would have it would have progressed like like it was that easy, and and it, and it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have progressed. It would have, it would have progressed in a way that had a good window dressing on it, but wouldn't actually made any difference. We only got ten minutes left. I want to change gears. Uh, too much, too much racism for you. It's just heavy on the race, <clears throat> and plus, I, there was really some other shit I wanted to get to. Well, we can get to it, but I mean, uh, I still think I still always think these conversations are important, as we said earlier, because people need to have these conversations. Yes. <clears throat> um, Let's move on. So, <sighs> fisting. <laughs> <laughs> this joke. Uh, I do this joke about having a prostate exam and uh you know i told you it feels like certain jokes are hard sells and i and i, and I wish black dudes i know black the black community is really homophobic i might be slightly one of them um <clears throat> but you know black men as i say you know we hold on to our sexuality heavy uh so this joke i do about the prostate exam because i really did have a prostate exam recently and long story short, the end of the joke is basically how, because I felt uncomfortable about it, I had to make the doctor feel uncomfortable about it, so I acted like I was into it. But then he out awkward my awkwardness, and he got into it. And so instead of having one finger in my ass, he had two fingers. Um, and that's tough enough for black dudes to laugh at, and I could feel the tension in the room of with black men trying to laugh at that. Um but then the other day, I just I, I, as I was getting ready for the show, and I got out the shower and I was getting dressed. Sometimes in comedy, when you exaggerate shit, even if it's an an obvious exaggeration, it can be funny. And it just made me laugh so hard at replacing all the things that I said with the doctor having two fingers in my ass as opposed to a whole fist. <laughs> <laughs> 
it just made me fu- I, like sometimes we we you, you think things and they, and when you put it on its feet in front of an audience it might not get what you thought it was going to get but for some fucking reason it's funny to you and i just i i i, I, I really thought hard about you know what on one of these two shows i'm gonna try it but then i chickened out and then that's when i asked i went to you first yeah. to see what you thought and then i just it was a confirmation to me that you know what? They're too tight, pardon the pun, on the fingers. <laughs> You're not going to get these black dudes to envision a fist in your ass and they die laughing. It's just a hard sell. No, because I, I think you would even lose the, uh, the women on that. No, because women, uh, women are more... Freaky about shit. Yeah, like that's why women can go dance with each other on the dance floor and grind on each other. And let's be honest, I hate. I'm trying to get away from the racial thing, but black women don't do that. Um, <laughs> women can go to a strip club, and I've seen black women do this, and you know, throw dollars at strippers and be female. And you ain't gonna catch no dude at Mickey's uh, throwing dollars at Thunder Dick. You know, we 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 don't. We don't do that. It's just the man code. So that's why, again, I just and I, and as I say in the, as I say in the joke later to address the elephant in the room. Listen, white guys play gay games with each other all the time. White guy, you see it all over the internet. White guys fucking be hanging out, and one white dude punch another dude in the balls just because. Dude, Trevor sleep. Put your balls on his nose and take a picture. You know, niggas don't play them games. So. In trying to want to sell that in the effort to make it funnier, I just went, man, the doctor, yeah, I know you like that shit, nigga, and that's a fist, too. <laughs> it just it made me laugh at the idea of fist, but I'm just going, these niggas ain't buying that. I, I still don't even think the women would laugh because the women have a cutoff on some of the things. That... I do. White women, no. No, not white women, the black women in the audience. Oh, yeah, 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 and this yeah, was, yeah. This was a black audience. Because I could hear the, uh-uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. This weekend it was well. The first show was kind of, was pretty much mixed, but the second but the, most of the shows have predominantly been seventy percent black. black yeah. yeah, but last night was the black show, right? That was the and one. I gotta say as a sidebar, what I like about Buffalo's black crowd, it even though it's predominantly black, it don't feel like a black room if that makes sense. Like when you go to Memphis and do Chuckles, yeah, that's an all black room. And it feels like an all-black room. Like you mean the com- comedic stereotypes that yeah, you can't do? Yeah, you really yeah, can't do that. Yeah, yeah. The, the Baltimore doesn't feel like all. It does a little bit because it's it's kind of rough. But it, it Buffalo to me feels more Ontario-ish. Yeah. Brea-ish. Where, where yes, there's black people there, but these black people... You know, you can go further in those yeah, in this, in yeah, the jokes that yeah, stereotypically yeah, don't yeah, work yeah, at election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I felt better. Honestly, I felt better in Baltimore doing the jokes I do than I did actually here. Really? Yeah, Baltimore last this last time I was in Baltimore, I felt Baltimore was great for me last time. Right, and I just felt like this room was still uncomfortable with me a little bit. Right, and before and I don't want I don't want to get off topic, but you know, since we're talking about uncomfortable, like when when we, and when we were talking about. This joke, I brought up that movie with Al Pacino. Yeah, I was gonna, and I don't know if this is one. Of, I don't think this is one of Al's most popular movies. No, like, I would wonder how many people really know this movie. No, society, the, the news and press were against this movie when it came out. Okay, see, you, you I'm might, a little older than yeah, you, okay, so, so I, right, I remember, I remember it. it. Yeah, because it ain't like Serpico or Dog Day Afternoon or The Godfather, where you know those movies are Pacino classics. A movie called Cruising, and because Pacino is the fine, iconic actor that he is and, and he was big at that moment when he I, made that I movie. said i never seen this i want to see it so here's the, the story he plays an undercover cop who's working the gay areas of manhattan because there's a gay serial killer on the loose so he goes into these gay clubs he's undercover undercover trying to catch the serial killer and then there's this one particular scene, and they don't show it, but God damn it, you, it's suggestive enough, where he walks into this one club, and a guy's harnessed in some sort of device where he's laying on his back, 
and he's getting fisted with the same rough aggression of Judy Foster's rape scene in Accused. I mean, it's it's Jody Foster. It's that, and not to not to be homophobic, but there is an internal guttural thing in me that just went oh this is wrong like it if it was how could this be right it it was just well in all honesty could you imagine flipping a girl over and putting her in a harness and punching her in the ass with your fist yes you could but in that in a scene just like that but what you mean with people and shit all around yeah but that's not what was what got me it was the act itself yeah Fuck the people. Yeah. If we were alone in a in a room, just me and you, <sighs> you make me there's feel a lot like, of, there's a lot of things that don't belong in your ass. Yeah, yeah you make me fist feel, is just, one of them. Just the way you even said that, it made me feel uncomfortable being in this room right now. <laughs> Dude, I often wonder if these walls are so thin <laughs> and the fucking neighbors can hear what we talk about. What the fuck is these things fisting? <laughs> The maids outside. Uh, we need extra towels. <laughs> uh, and a band-aid. Right. Um so yeah, man, I I I I I, I really thought because I'm always trying we're always you and I on the road trying to tag and how do we up the ante on the funny? Right. Whether it's a word, phrase, whatever it is you add, whatever extra ingredient you put into your gumbo, how do we make this award winning gumbo? Because a couple times you had actually done some things where you added some things I didn't hear from some of your jokes, and I went fucking great. It made the that's like when you do the joke about uh your son in the Magnum condoms, you know, not to give away your bit, but I know it's, it's when fine. you say uh if you if you're gonna live in my house and swing the biggest dick here, then you forge for your own fucking food. And the joke was already killing at that point, but then when you added the because I ain't feed no big dick motherfuckers up in my house, that just that was the yeah. extra ingredient yeah. that made the gumbo better. So yeah, but you're always like, but that joke to you, I think, becomes even funnier because you you have that image in your mind of that scene in that movie, right. and you hear that that sound in the movie where the dude is like going. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it really no man is supposed to make that noise. <laughs> that's what makes it funny that, to that, you. That's what's that's 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 instinctively why in my mind it's wrong. No man. The only noise men make is during the coming process. Now you know, and when that feels good, it's more of a ooh. It ain't ever. Ah. <laughs> but that's what makes that whole. That's what makes it funny to you. And nobody's seen that movie, right? Or T- tonight's the last show. Are you gonna try it? I think I might. If depending on the size of the crowd. So okay. So I don't even know. I'm gonna ask you this question anyway. I shouldn't even ask you this question. So. You talk about on stage that you've, in your 30 years of show business, you've had your fair share of pussy. Yes. Is that the way? Did, did yes, get that's a quote, exactly quote? right. So in that 30 years, there's no girl that's ever tried to roll her finger around? No. <laughs> she never even tried? No. No. Ne- never tried. No. Uh, I- I've had a girl ask me if I would be into that, and emphatically I said no. <laughs> no. No. I don't. No. Mm-mm. And I and I heard there's supposed to be some fascination with if you put beads in a man's ass right upon ejaculation, you yank it out between the coming and then the beads coming out of you at the same time. It's supposed to be like the version of squirting for a dude. It's that intense. But what my face look like right now? It's, it's a creepy <laughs> grin. It's 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 a creepy grin. Um, I but could, yeah, I'm I'm good on it. You know, I, I'm regular coming is good with me. I I I couldn't imagine me and regular coming. Going I'm, I'm, back. I'm pretty I'm pretty satisfied with a, a good cum. Yeah, just well, a regular cum. I, I, I don't I don't, yeah. I, I don't need to take it to another level. Yeah, sometimes you know you, you, you lead a basic is good. <laughs> basic is good. I got the basic cable package. When you said that though, I thought about that Joe Rogan joke where he told that one chick who she said that I, no one wanted to fight. I forgot how he said it, but he goes, "I'll wrap my dick around your neck and start you up like a lawnmower." <laughs> funny <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so uh that's i think yeah yeah so 
All right, where are we? Well, that's it. That's it. That's all we're going to talk about: racism and some anal shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I think we stuck on the racism too long because I really wanted to talk about um, the comedy store, um, each true Hollywood stories that I watched along with the Dice one, and uh, kind of wanted to lead it, get into the Sopranos because eventually I think that next podcast we're going to do is about Italian mob movies. All right. Um, you want to talk about the comedy store real quick, though? Or do you want to it's, save it for the next a, one? Yeah, it's too much. It, it's, too, it's, it's too much meat on the bone. Okay, so next week then we're going to be in... Uh, San Antonio. At LOL Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is laugh out loud to maybe like a 90-year-old listeners. <laughs> right. Uh, if they're 90, they ain't listening. Listen, no. Um, and that's... Uh, is that Thursday through Sunday? I think so, yeah. Okay. And then after that, we're going to be finally in D.C. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, um, as always, uh, Patreon, 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 Patreon. I need y'all. Patreon. Legendary Aerie Spears. Look it up. Get the app. Support. Uh, Instagram, Aerie Spears Official. YouTube. Y'all know this shit by now. Aerie Spears. Hit subscribe. And uh, there you go. Hey, we're going to try to get a T-shirt on the... Uh on the website. And the animation is coming soon. Yeah. I, I know we keep saying it, but we are going to at some point. We're, we're trying to plant the seeds, but we're going to start animating some of the podcasts. Uh, it's it's just a process. Uh, and see how that does to try to see if we can take this shit to new heights. Yeah, so tell somebody because we need more people on this. Um, other than that, I think we're... Uh, are we oh, I'm Andy Steinberg. AndyComedy.com. Yeah. Uh, you can go... Uh, all my social media is at the top upper right-hand corner. Uh, I also have a merch page if you want to get anything. Uh, I got these new Chuckle the Fuck Up t-shirts. I think they're on the merch page. Has, have you sold any yet off this? Uh, yeah, I've sold a couple shirts. Yeah? Yeah. Right. Not very many, but... Boy, it's tough, but, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you're, you're the star, man. I'm just the... Fuck that. I'm the this background is, player. Hey, this is still a business. You're starting a business. This is, this is a motherfucker, boy. Mm. All right. Uh, I'm going to go turn some tricks. Next week. Say yes, nigga.